How many people have done personal development books and programs and seminars before, right? And I did too, but it wasn't working for me. Personal development is supposed to work and all these people are saying they got success, but then all these people aren't. So it wasn't a science. Who is Dr. Alok Trevetti? You know, I, I've been a, an entrepreneur. I've written the book, Book Chasing Success. I work with people and entrepreneurs primarily to help rewire their thinking so that they can live lives that are more prosperous with their wealth, their health, and their relationships. And that's where, not because I'm an ivory tower and I'm just born that way, it's because I had my own struggles with it. And I had to figure it out for myself because I figured if I didn't figure myself out and I didn't rewire my thinking, then nobody was else going to come do it. Because I probably was like you and I did all the personal development stuff. How many people have done personal development books and programs and seminars before, right? Yeah, just put yes in the chat box. You put your hands up, right? Lily's like, yeah, I've done lots of them. I, you could write books on how many ones you've done, right? And I get it. And I did too. And I was even backstage and I spoke at hundreds of them. But it wasn't working for me. And I thought, why doesn't it work, right? Because I don't know if you've ever felt this way, but like you sit and look at people and you sit and say, hey, look, personal development is supposed to work. And all these people are saying they got success, but then all these people aren't. So it wasn't a science. Does anyone ever feel that way? Like, okay, I've got to change the way I think to be like this, but then I don't fit into that box, but I'm supposed to change who I am to fit into it. But then the world says you got to be authentic and be yourself. Barbara, I don't know about you, but that to me sounds like a pretty big oxymoron, doesn't it? Like, and I felt like I was the moron because of it. Because it's like, what makes any sense here? Are we supposed to go forward? Are we not? Are we supposed to think like this person or this? Who knows? Well, during the next five days, I'm hopefully going to be able to debunk some of that. And if you want to take further steps and learn more, of course, the opportunities are there. There's lots of courses and programs you can take for yourself. And that's fantastic. But today is really about going through you and understanding kind of what we went through. Yesterday, we covered something very important and we covered kind of the formula of this week. Right? We talked about the formula of what this week is going to stand behind. And it starts with your, your current blind spots. Right? That's why you did the current blind spots homework first yesterday. You got to look at your current blind spots and say, hey, where am I blind? What don't I know? What don't I know about myself? What don't I know about not knowing? Right? Abraham Maslow who was my mentor, Larry Wilson was one of my first mentors, and his mentor was Abraham Maslow. And he said, we have this thing called unconscious incompetence. When we don't know what we don't know. And so we had to find our current blind spots. And so many of you, and I'm about to hear from some of you, some great realizations that came from it, which is amazing. And then we got to go through and realize, once we get our current blind spots, then we got to get our future survival. We got to, plus our future survival. Now, Rhonda was asking me questions yesterday in the VIP room here, but what is future survival? And over the next two to three days, you're going to get a get greater clarity on what that is, Rhonda, and for the rest of you as well. So don't fall asleep because the next two or three days where I cover the future survival, because it's confusing because everybody says you don't want to live in survival and you should live in abundance. Well, how do you get to abundance, right? The path to abundance is what everybody's trying to teach us. But there's a way to get there. And I'll show you, I'll share with that over the next few days as well. And third thing I want you to realize is we got to get over your root experiences. By, by Friday, we're going to cover your root experiences and share what those mean and what they do for you and help you eliminate those because those are what's going to create the breakthrough in your life, right? Whether you're what I call an ideapreneur, a propreneur, or entrepreneur, you're going to take a little step this week. This is not about creating massive, like life-changing, dramatic changes. I don't want you to do that. We want to keep it simple, right? 10%. That's what we want to go. 10% increments create such simplicity in your life. 
You ever tried to raise your, in your income by 10%? You'll make lots more money in the long run. But if you try and do it all at one time, what happens is that it becomes too extreme. And our brains aren't built that way. Our brains are built on survival, not abundance. Today is a big day. It's a big opportunity for you to learn something about yourself that you may not know have existed. But I'll tell you something that's really important and that I want you to consider at least is that you may think that you think you know it. Or you may be getting impatient, right, Jill? You may be sitting there saying, you know what? I just, just give me the meat, man. Just give me the meat. I just, I just got to know. I got to know. But I promise you, everything that I've designed inside this challenge is strategically aligned. It's coordinated to make sure that you get the greatest experience inside of this. And everything I'm going to do is to make sure that I'm going to make sure that you get at least the greatest experience. Now, you're going to have to do your part and show up inside of it, right? Sometimes we need our asses kicked. And sometimes we need some little intensity. And we need to get angry and pissed off. And Vicky, you don't know this, but I do know this, that I knew that day that I was going to piss you off. And I said she's got two choices. She's going to wallow in herself or she's going to step up. And most people step up. Because the reality is this, is that we look for people, we look in our brains for dopamine to support us. We're always looking for dopamine to support us because it's easy, it's kind, it's nice, it's parasympathetic, it feels good, it's warm and cozy in there, right? But that's not how the brain is designed. That's not how the body is designed. It's the challenges that make us grow. It's the challenges that make you become stronger. And sometimes when we're looking for over-support, we get that challenger to come along and wake us up. They're there to wake us up and instill our lives and make us grow to get to the next level in our life. We don't need to like them, but that's why we need sometimes some resentment to get pissed off. And when we get that resentment, we get pissed off and we realize, you know what? Screw him, F him, let's go. I'm going to go live my own life. I'm going to get take charge of my life, just like Vicky did right now. And that's the power of using to see things that are on the way, not in the way. When you realize that things are happening for you, not to you, you realize that there's got to be a reason. There's a reason for all this happening. There's two types of thinking in the world. The Greeks called it teleological, and the, the I believe it was the Turkish that called it econostical. Right? One says that we're moving towards something. The other says we're coming from something. The reality is, is that we're not going to or nor we're coming from anywhere. All that exists is this present moment. And to understand that, we have to lose, lose, excuse me, lose the emotion and realize is that right now, what do I have? I have one opportunity. To quote Eminem, you have one shot, right? You got one shot to live your life. And that's what this week is about. It's about the opportunity to live one shot and realize that you've got this now to go out and do something different. You've got this, this now to go out and make a difference in the world and say, you know what, I'm here, I'm alive, I'm, I'm, I'm living, which makes me so powerful because you can do something in the world that's unique, fantastic for the world and make a difference in it. Why do we celebrate? It's because in business we have certain challenges. Right? We talked about this yesterday, if you recall. We talked about the challenges of money. And we talked about the challenges that come along with money. And we think it's a money problem, but it's never a money problem. It's a you problem. Right? It's, you're stuck in your business. It's stuck in your consciousness and your awareness inside that. Or we come along and we say, and say you know what, we have a health problem. Like kind of like what Greggy had said yesterday, if you guys recall, in the VIP or in the... Or in, like what uh, Vicky said, like she was in a slump. She's like, I could sit here and wallow in my own pity or I can get up and do something about it. Here's what I'm going to tell you. And even Jill, to a degree, I love you, but I'm going to be a little bit intense and kind of challenge you. I hope that's okay because we're just going to know each other. 
But even you retracting back to your story every time is just you wanting to, wanting to wallow in your own pity, right? Anytime we stay in our own stories, which is our bullshit that we tell ourselves, we want to live in our own pity. So Lily, anytime you go to your friends and say, I can't believe he did that. Can you believe? Oh my goodness. So here's what happened to me. I got to tell you, that's all your own pity, right? And the more we hold on to that pity, what happens is our cortisol levels go up, our neurohormones go down, and our stress levels go up. We eat more carbs because of that. Weight increases, right? Why do people's weight grow when they're depressed? Think about it. People get depressed. They need, they crave carbs. And as you crave carbs, what's going to happen? Where does it sit? Right in the junk, doesn't it, ladies? Everyone says it's all in the junk. Got to work on my thighs, everyone says. It all goes to the same places that cortisol binds. For gentlemen, it's all in our waistline. But it's because when we become depressed on ourselves, we don't understand how to master our emotions, and business is the thing that allows us to expand our emotions. But the way we navigate them is going to determine how we respond. The way we navigate them, Eddie, is going to determine how we go forward in our life, not stay stuck in it. It doesn't matter what's happened. It doesn't matter the shitty year you've had. It doesn't matter the shitty times that you've had. None of that matters because that's all your story you're holding on to. I'm not saying it was easy for anybody. I'm not saying it was easy. But nothing is worth holding your life back. Nothing is worth holding your life back because the relationships we hold on to and these stories we tell ourselves is resentment. Now, if you understand money and the emotions that come along with money, right, you think about it. First thing is that if you have emotions around money and you resent whatever has happened, you now create the neuroassociative complex inside of your brain that now says increases your stress hormones, epinephrine and norepinephrine. When that happens, what happens into the frequency in which you sit? It becomes resentful and resisting. It's a sympathetic tone. You stop inviting money into your life. If you enjoy this episode, make sure you subscribe so you're notified when the next episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with someone you think will like it. And remember, you can always find the visual version of this podcast on my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Rewired. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you at the next perfect time. Thanks a lot.